Hello and welcome along to the Anxiety Specialist Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Burrows. And I'm Becky Burrows. If you've been struggling with anxiety or know someone who has been, then this podcast is for you. Today, we're going to be covering some more tips, strategies, and insights so you can get the anxiety-free life you deserve. Ready? Let's dive in. Money, 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 money. How to save money on food. Especially healthy, nutrient-dense food. If you're wanting to save on expenses when eating healthy, I've put together my top seven tips, the things that I have found out through doing this diet for the last three years. So firstly, I'd really recommend you get your hands dirty. Growing your own food can be a great way to save some cash. So top of my priorities would be herbs because firstly, they're ridiculously expensive to buy in shops sometimes, and they're reasonably easy to grow. So if you can grow some of these yourself, you can seriously cut costs, make some really tasty meals. Leafy greens can also be a really good idea, not too hard to grow, and if you can get the variety where you can pick a few leaves at a time and the plant still survives, that can be fantastic. So know when to go big is my second tip. Buying in bulk can be a great way to save, However, it's important to know when to go big and when to stay small. Firstly, is it cheaper? Sometimes it's cheaper to buy in bulk because it's cheaper per kg. This has definitely been the case with us when buying nuts from a bulk food store. For example, we can get Brazil nuts for $43 per kg at the supermarket. However, I've got them for $30 a kg at a bulk food store. If you're buying a small packet on special, this may not be the case. So it's a good idea to compare. So don't just assume bigger is better. The other thing is, have you tried this ingredient before? There's a number of ingredients that I've bought in bulk that I either haven't liked or stopped cooking one of those recipes that I used it in. No point having a kg of a spice that you never use. Might be cheaper per 100 grams, but if you don't use it, you'll end up paying a very high price for the very little of it that you do use. For new ingredients, try starting small. If you see you use it a lot, upsize. An example of this was a time when I over-enthusiastically bought way too many packs of a certain curry powder that we don't even use anymore. So consider how much of this you're going to eat and how regularly you're going to eat it. You'll go through phases with certain ingredients. For example, I made paleo pizza and pasta for a while using tons of almond flour and tapioca flour. Then I had our son and had less time for baking. And we have quite a few bags sitting unused in our pantry now. So best to buy enough to save money and not have to pop to the shops every week. But it's not too much that if you went off it, you're left with a massive oversupply. Frozen treasures! Never underestimate the value of frozen food. We're so lucky to have freezers now. And when we got into this diet, we bought a massive chest freezer. This has been amazing for a range of reasons, many of which have been cost saving. Firstly, I buy meat when it's on special and freeze it. It's crazy how many dollars you can save when you buy meat on special. Being able to stock up on a few of these can make a big difference. The other thing is frozen pre-cooked meals can be a serious cost saver. Now, I'm not talking about those pre-made TV dinners. I'm talking about the leftovers of your marvelous creations. If you have a selection of those piling up in your freezer, you have your very own fast food right there. Number four, starting from scratch. Some items can be expensive to buy pre-made. However, they can be a lot easier and sometimes cheaper to make from scratch than you might think. 
For example, nat butter can be made from roasting nuts in the oven with a little bit of coconut oil and then spinning them up in a food processor. Now, if you have a stick blender, you can make mayonnaise ridiculously easy with only four ingredients. It may not save you if you're having to buy a whole lot of appliances, I do realize that, but if you already have them or if you can pick them up pretty cheaply secondhand, then it can make a difference to what you spend. And a bonus is the freshness. There is nothing quite like freshly made mayonnaise. Number five, cooking for your future self. Now, bear with me on this one. When you do cook a meal, don't just cook for your present self. Think about inviting your future self to dinner by cooking an extra serving or two, or maybe even five. You'll be super grateful for the invite when you don't have to cook dinner tomorrow or you have something to heat up at lunch at work the next day. If you get really good at this, then you can take time off cooking while you eat your way through all the meals that you've made yourself in the past. I did this before I gave birth. It was wonderful to not have to cook for a couple of weeks while we ate our way through all the frozen meals I prepared. This is a good example of a situation where you can see it coming and can plan in advance to save time, stress and money. That's also when you need a healthy diet the most. A product's price is not permanent. This is number six. It's important to remember that if you find an expensive product that the price you see isn't fixed in stone. Different shops can have the exact same product for a different, cheaper price. There's nothing different between the item itself, just where you buy it. We found some kelp noodles, for example, in a store for $12 a packet. That was pretty steep. I needed them for the recipe, so I bought them that time painfully. Then I remembered that a product's price is not permanent, and I had a look at an online store I often shop at, and I found that they were only $4 a packet. Man, it was worth shopping around when it comes to health food products. Organic or not organic? That is the question and number seven. The price between an organic product and a non-organic product can be quite significant so it's worth knowing when those dollars are well spent. Mike will go into this in future about what our diet looks like. Bonus tip for you guys and this is about meat. Now meat can be a seriously big portion of your food cost. I personally eat meat and find it has many nutrients that I need and benefit from. There are some ways however to still consume meat but for less money. So one of those is small samples save. So instead of having half of your plate as meat, if you've reduced that by half, that's gonna go twice as far. We can seriously overeat on protein and we don't need as much of it as we think. I also find if I up my healthy fats, I feel full for longer too. Things like coconut oil, olive oil, and even lard can be a lot cheaper than meat. With meat, don't pay people to remove your nutrients. <laughs> when our meat is processed, it often adds cost because you're gonna need the labor cost of that processing. Meat with a bone in is cheaper than meat with the bone taken out, for example. Now, those bones are full of important nutrients. Okay, weirdo, I don't go crunching my way through bones. That's crazy talk. Well, neither do I. However, I do throw them into a slow cooker overnight in some water to transfer all of those awesome nutrients into the water. That bone broth is fantastic for flavoring other meals. Also, it gives you a range of amazing nutrients. Iron, vitamin A and K, fatty acids, selenium, zinc, magnesium. Don't pay someone to deprive you of these important nutrients. I buy whole ducks and whole free range chickens. I buy lamb bones that still have meat on them for a hugely reduced price. 
The last thing I'd suggest with meat is to be an occasional vegetarian. Challenging yourself to make some of your meals without meat is a great way to save a bit of money. Meat is often the most expensive part of your meal. Once we reintroduced legumes, this was a way that we've saved some money on our food. It also challenges you with flavor and other spices to make your food more interesting. I hope this has helped you to save some money while still eating really healthy. Thank you for listening to the Anxiety Specialist Podcast. That's it for this week's episode. If you found this episode helpful, make sure to click the follow button and please do share this with your family and friends. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook or Instagram. That's at Anxiety Specialists. And if you're interested to learn how you can live an anxiety-free life, you can get our epic Anxiety Reducer Guide absolutely free so you can get started right away on getting your anxiety back down. Just grab the link in the show notes. Feel free to message us and let us know what you'd like to learn next. I'm your host, Michael Burrows. And I'm Becky Burrows. And we're going to be back next week with more tips, strategies, and insights so you can get the anxiety-free life you deserve.